He's cutting them off. Um, that's a little bit of Oasis there, of course, the uh, the iconic Wonderwall. Now we've got uh, three races left to get through. Yeah, just touching on, there, there was a bit of ground I was trying to cover, and the thing is, in a sort of 450-word article, particularly when you try and build a, a touch of a narrative, Dan, I, I didn't have the answers to the questions, partially, but... There are a number of questions that are around the stabilising of markets, and we've spoken about these um, dramatic fluctuations. And, you know, the great concern uh, from my perspective, and I would imagine yours as well, is that there is uh, sometimes a preconceived notion out there about harness racing from many years ago, which isn't accurate these days. But when you see um, when you see Yam Bucking go from $1.60 to $4 and then finishes last, and then you see Stir Me Up go from... You know, a dollar eighty out to four forty and finishes third last. Well, it doesn't take a it doesn't take a physics major or a um, somebody with a with a double degree to work out what the average run of the melt on teal to rate race to race punter thinks. It's not accurate. Uh, th- those horses were there to win. Their prices were just terribly wrong early, and it takes so very long for them to get to where they should be that. It seems like something's amiss when it is, and, and that's a huge problem for us, in my opinion. Oh, no doubt. And it, it, it becomes off-putting as well. If you identify something you want to back, and you know it's too short, um, now you're expecting they'll probably get right out, uh, and you wait until too late, whereas we need as many people punting on harness racing than we ever had before. So um, the more, uh, I say accurate the assessment is early on. I mean, uh, it's an individual. And, and while one could be marked wrong and two far unders, you're getting overs on other horses as well and an opportunity to back those horses. So I've got no problem with that. But remember, these prices are generally not available until late on a Thursday night. Usually the tab's first out and, and kudos to them. And some of the others follow suit with similar or identical prices that are maybe not available until sometime Friday. But there's more than two days. All Acceptances come out lunchtime Tuesday, so you've got all day Tuesday, you've got all day Wednesday, and then you've got all day Thursday until you know, 8 p.m., 9 p.m. onwards that the, the price is coming. There's three days. There's no money being invested on the main meeting of the week, and I think we need to change that. Part of changing that, either get rid of emergencies completely or have them listed as emergencies that can only start as if they were out of the draw. So they'll always start from barrier seven, the out of the draw horses are on the back line. Um, and do some things that are inviting for punters to want to have a bet early and reshape the market, even if you want to restrict the amount of bets that you have early in the week, uh, if the markets come out earlier. At the gallops, the acceptances are out uh, at lunchtime on a Wednesday, and you can start betting on those races within minutes. Uh, and I think we miss out big time in the harness. If that means we have to improve price assessment, prove the field's um, uh, selection, uh, as I said, the emergencies, which I've been big on, all these little things add up and it might just improve the system a bit more. Uh, and it might help with the integrity with people wanting to have a bet on harness racing as well. Because at the moment, and for a long time, there hasn't been anything to uh, attract you to want to have a bet early, except for that minimal chance of getting $18 about just a little sip, which probably, if you blink, it's gone. I couldn't agree with, as per usual, I couldn't agree with uh, everything you've said more. I I think it is also indicative, Dan, of the fact that uh, where we lack is, so second and third tier uh, punters. So you've got the pros are heavy hitters. Now, they're going to wait for most of the time probably for minimum bet limits, and particularly, as you mentioned now, they're thinking, well, 
why not wait until the fluctuations are crazy through those final couple of minutes because that's my best chance to get on. Then you've got the second-tier punters who are... Um, <clears throat> They they enjoy the trot. It's one of the, it's one of their uh, passions or one of their interests. They might, might bet on other things as well, but they enjoy the trots well enough to do the form early and to want to have a bet. And then you've got obviously the third tier of punters who are sort of mixing and matching everything. But we don't have enough second and third tier punters, and we've got too many of the top tier punters. And if they're not having a bet, generally speaking, early because they're happy to wait because they know they won't get on for enough and, and a variety of reasons, then there's that stabilising of the market doesn't happen until far, far too late. And I think we've made the case pretty clearly that uh, it, it, it just makes, it just puts thoughts into people's minds that, that shouldn't be there. And they're not, they are not accurate these days. They are not accurate these days. Are there thoroughbreds that aren't there to win sometimes because they've got bigger fish to fry? Of course. Are there standardbreds? Of course. But this, this sort of confirmation of a, an archaic mindset that... Horses aren't there to win if the fluctuations are wild is destructive and inaccurate, and it only happens because the price has come out far too short in the first place. We'll get through one more race here before a break. The Abu Julius Saliba Pace. It is the 80 to 89. These are races that I generally love. These are the horses who are sort of, um, they're all good name recognition horses which again i think is very important for harness racing that you look at a form guide as you do in the thoroughbreds or the greyhounds and you say well i know these horses i've won on them before but um, they're either trying to head towards a higher plane or this is where they live i thought there would be enough speed early that uh, the class runners wears the gold and the pirate horse arg could get the job done but having said that the price about major collect and to me, this is a little bit like your Star Hunter situation before. Major Collect is a great chance of getting across the, to the front early and then probably being able to hand up to an appropriate rival. And the way it's going at the moment, it's definitely on an upward spiral. Talk to me, Dan. What, what are yeah, your thoughts? No, absolutely, I agree with you there. Uh, and I think he is able to... You just have to look at his run last week, the way he's finding the line of late. He's definitely improved, and he might end up uh, on the pegs and uh, and be a genuine chance. Ultimate Vinny's the one with the gates, but I thought could be the most likely to yeah. go past him and lead, um, and his chances would improve. Where's the gold comes out of a, a race where he chased home a uh, catch a wave, um, and he was beaten a lip in a similar type of race uh, the start before. So I think he's going to be the horse to beat, but he'll have to work around him. He'll either sit park or come with a one run. Um, he's very good coming with a one run. He's definitely a good quality horse, so he's suited here. I'll put him on top um, from numbers three, Major Collect, five, Ultimate Vinny, and I've thrown in Arg as well, number 10, uh, who continues to race well, nine, three, five, and 10. I've gone 10, 3, 9, and 5. So, again, we're sticking from a similar hymn book here. We've got slightly different Bibles. I've got the King James Version. I don't know what Dan's got there at home, but the Good News Bible. But uh, we're singing uh, similar hymns and psalms. I'm, I'm just thinking potentially, um, even though it was 2,240 metres, and yes, where's the gold can get up uh, into the breeze quickly, Arg follows out behind Major Collector, who's the quickest beginner off the front row. Well... It will definitely go forward. I, I, I'd, I'd be staggered. I'd be absolutely flabbergasted if it didn't. Then Ark can follow through, maybe getting a, a little bit closer than where's the goal. So sometimes you've got to look at the draws, but then look at the circumstances. So I think Ark can get a, a positional advantage on where's the goal, and that's why I've got it on top. And I think the price is okay, $4.60. Over number three, Major Collect, who just gets so much to suit here and has proven this is the world in which he lives. Isn't it, Dan? Lead, 
take a trail, ultimate Vinny, even like Captain, if it absolutely blazes out like it used to, but either one of those runners are decent runners. That's that's the other thing you've got to consider, isn't it? Yeah. Have I got an appropriate rival? And Major Collect does have appropriate rivals that will will get him as far as he probably needs to go to be a winning chance. Yeah, no doubt about that. And you mentioned our captain as well. I wanted to get him into the top four also. I think he's a genuine chance. But all those horses outside of what the gold have got, um, they've got good winning chances, but they offer a little bit of value as well. So I was split on trying to stick my neck out and find that value or go with a horse that uh, might be the better chance of winning. So that's the way I've gone. Uh, the nine on top, I'm sure... Uh, uh, Tim O'Connor and his group of owners yes. will be happy to hear that uh, we think that he'll still be very hard to beat in a 2.40, so he should be. I can't see him starting $10. 10, 3, 9 and 5. I don't think Tock will uh, mind me saying. I think he's on the road trip right now up to the Harbour City with Luke Humphreys. I would like to be a fly on the wall in that car. What music are they playing? What are they talking about? I'd, 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 I'm a people watcher, Dan, so I'd, I'd, I would really enjoy that trip, but um, they're going to have an absolute belt. We'll talk a little bit about the Eureka before we close things up, but for now we'll take another break, come back with the feature event on the program, the Tab Australasian Trotting Championship. Bit to talk about there, and also the final event on the car, the Alabar Vic Bread Pace, which is very, very hard. Back soon.